This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. Hello. Hello. So what do you, your mic's not on. Hello, hello. Oh, there it is now. There you go. Give no, it a little volume, sister. No, no, you were on. You're on. Was I on? Yeah, you're no, on. No, she, she's a disaster. I just was talking a normal volume. I know. Wispy, right? Yep. I'm so... <laughs> I'm so meek. Yeah, you're meek. Yeah, I've always known you was very being very meek. Sorry. There's no question about that. So how was the uh, vacation? I had a great time. I mean, I didn't sleep that much. That sucks, but I... Uh, but that's your choice. Yeah, that's because... Oh, you mean because... Oh, it was a human child. Because of go-go, she yes. wouldn't sleep all... No. The she, whole thing? Great. No. So, and I was alone with her a bunch because Justin did end up going up north and we stayed back. Um, she, uh, but we had so much fun. We went to... Uh, parade in Webster, Wisconsin. Oh, I love Webster. I sent you and Rudy a, a mm-hmm. video from the scene of the crime, uh, the poorhouse. I sent you a little video. I never get, I, I'm not getting any of these emails from people. Oh, no, it was a text. Oh, it was a text? And well, it was I'm just not a, getting any of it. It was a quick, like, here's the poorhouse. Yeah. Sorry if this causes you PTSD. Maybe it's, maybe it's time to get a new phone or something, because I'm not getting any messages at all. No, it wasn't a big deal. It was like one of those throwaway, just made me laugh driving by seeing the poorhouse and thinking about you in a big old fight. Did um, you take a picture of, of me in, a, in the tuck position on the floor so I didn't yes. get kicked in the face? I did a reenactment. It was only about 200 against four, yeah, so it was a really fair fight. You should have really stepped it up. <laughs> Although, um, my friend started it by hitting a guy in the head with a beer bottle. So. Uh, yeah, I would say that's the catalyst. Yeah, but wh- how am I involved? I didn't tell him to do it. It's who you surround yourself with. Yeah, that's why I'm getting rid of both you and was, Rudy. It got disaster. I knew you were going to go. As, as I was saying it, I was like, he's yeah, totally going to. You gonna, don't want to go down that lane. Um, um, and we did... Uh, after the 4th of July parade over at Webster, they have yes. this craziest challenge. I've never seen anything like it. You take a real-life fire hose, and there's mm-hmm. two of them. They're facing each other, and you shoot at this, like, weighted, like a keg hanging in the sky on a, right. like a, a wire or like a wire thing above you. And you and your three other teammates have to try to get that jug to the other side. But keep in mind... It's a real fire hose. So, like, when it goes out of control, oh, at yeah. one point I, like, shot it in the whole audience, and I have a huge bruise on my thigh from oh. it shooting me. It was, I've never seen, what? Yeah, if you've never hit yourself in the shin with, like, a power washer before, you will never know the damage that water can do. It I've is, never, never done it. No? Oh, it, you might as well just set your leg on fire. It yeah. hurts so really? bad. And yeah. now, keep in mind, this is a fire hose. Yeah. Like, a real, like, they had, like, us talk. We didn't have to sign anything, but they were like, yeah, you're going to hold a real fire hose. Sure. Like, if you let go of it, it will hit you in the face. Yeah. And I'm like... But so that was our 4th of July weekend. So maybe what we should do, is, uh, unlike every other news organization nationally, is uh, tip of the cap to our firefighters and police officers and, you know, rescue teams. What do oh, you think? For sure. The fact I that wish that people knew what they did, actually. And the fact that you and I probably don't have the seeds to do what they do. I definitely I mean? don't have the shoulder strength. Yeah. I've been, like, <laughs> sore yeah, since go. that day. Uh, it, was really, it was really cool. How was your 4th? It was horrendous. I was sick the whole time. And did you guys end up going still on your vacation? Uh, yes, we went up uh, went up to Madden's, which was very very nice. Matter of fact, we got a book a guy named Walleye Dan. Ooh, oh matter of fact, I was supposed to call Walleye on Thursday, but I was so damn sick I didn't do it. Yeah. 
But uh, we got to yeah, give him a buzz because he's just a great guy. Wall-eyed he's married, guy. though. I got to tell you, with six kids. So it, he's very handsome. So I don't want you, you know, like, going after him. You know me. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I, just a I, given. I only trust people named after wildlife. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, walleye. I, I love guys named Buck. Yes. Are fish wildlife? Yeah, sure, of course. Yeah. Are they? Yeah. You know what? I just saw a, in, uh, an interview with, a, I think, a woman who is now a man. Mm-hmm. And she changed her last name. You know what she changed her last name to? I, I think this is a bold move right here. What's that? She was a woman. She's now a man. And her last name is now Buck. <laughs> See? I love it. Her, See, I love that. Yeah. I think it's wonderful. Original last name was Doe. So Could this be. made sense. This, yeah. this. Unless it was D-O-U-G-H. Then mm-hmm. that was a big yeah. mistake. <laughs> I mean, it was still a good choice to change yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. I, would, I mm-hmm. would agree with that. Um, many, many things going on while we were gone. Uh Brittany, you're going to have to answer. Well, actually, even you. Mm-hmm. At, uh, you're, uh, what did you say? You're 41? 43. You're 43 now? Yeah. Oh, God. that's disgusting. Yeah. I know. So okay, gross. so you might be out of the mix. But your generation has to do something about these challenges that you all do. It's oh. a, enough with that. Are these people insane? People that died? Four of them died jumping died. out of boats, doing like 60 miles an hour. Yeah. And get this. They're saying that they broke their neck Ow. and just drowned. Yeah. Oh, I know. That okay. is bleak. So somebody explain to me the upside of these challenges. I don't get it. He's what dead. are you proving? It's all about looking cool. You're dead. Oh, yeah. You don't look too damn cool when you're dead. Mm-hmm. Slowly floating to the, or like sinking in the water. Ugh. And then floating back up. No question about it. Um, yeah, the problem is they, they four people have died. I don't know in the last what the situation is. So i got to run this by you guys because I was, I was thinking about this. Because, again, obviously being – and we still don't know if I had a cold. But I think it was definitely allergies because it started with that Canadian smoke. So thank you, Canuck bastards, <laughs> uh, for that. But I, I'm pretty sure it was, it was the uh, – it's the current – poison that's in the air right now from growth or whatever the hell it is but yeah i felt like shit the whole time we were on vacation it was just great i don't feel like great today as a matter of fact but i'm not it's not communicable so you guys don't have to worry about it's not a cold or anything like that but uh so i did a lot of reading and i I watched some television and i really sincerely believe that people have lost their minds yeah jumping out of a boat doing 60 miles an hour and thinking that when you hit the water that's going to feel pretty good huh I, what are you thinking? Yeah. I mean, even when we had like little, you know, 14 foot Lunds with 10 horse Johnsons on the back of them things, when we were running around northern Minnesota, they would hit maybe 15, 20 miles an hour tops. Right. And right. we would, as kids, we would jump out like Baywatch and we'd jump in. Yeah, when, you hit miles the, an hour. when you hit the crown of your head yeah. on water, yep. it feels like somebody hits you with a paddle. Yeah. So the fact that you're doing 60 miles an hour in a boat and then you jump out, I mean, it's, you might as well just jump on concrete. Do me a favor and never use the words powerful Johnson in front of Brittany again. <laughs> I am now uncontrollable. Uh-huh. I yeah. am a monster. I have, have to head home. out. Yes. Yeah. You're going to have to head to the house. Yeah, I'll, Seven I was, minutes in. I was just literally watching the national news this morning, and there were all these challenges going on and jumping out of boats. And, then there, and you're also going to have to explain to me why you think it's a good idea to throw your cell phone at a singer on stage. I don't know. Have you seen these? Yeah. Are you people in... What the hell happened to the human race? Well, I, I didn't see this last one. I, I saw B.B. Rexa got hit in the face, got but that was. But what was the, what's the new one? I haven't seen the new one. There yet. are about five of them now. Really? The performers on stage oh. are being hit in the face with items thrown at them. Yeah. What, what are you doing? 
You know, I remember watching Ronnie James Dio play oh, with, sure. uh, with he played with Heaven and Hell one night, which is basically Black Sabbath with Ronnie James Dio. Yeah. And somebody threw like a an empty beer cup up on stage. And Ronnie walked over and picked it up and held it to, for the rest of the song and afterwards scolded the audience and said, We are not a trash can. This Ronnie? is a rock concert. Yep. We we are artists and professionals. Don't throw your trash at us. And he and it never happened again. But this was 15 years ago when you could scold somebody and people had shame. Where nowadays, oh yeah, forget they, it. They probably go on Instagram Live, let their <laughs> let their phones run, and then just chuck it, you know, right at uh, old Harry Styles's grill. Th- yeah. This this needs to stop today because this is the next uh, the next uh, iteration of it. If they get by with this, you're going to be walking down the street and the guy coming the other way is going to start throwing stuff at your face just as his buddy challenged him to do. They're going to start doing this on the street if they don't shut it down now. Oh, yeah. No, there's been violent oh, yeah. Instagram challenges. You oh, know, yeah. rob a guy, beat him up, whatever it is. Yeah, uh, it's, uh, it's awful. I, I just, I watch the news like, what the hell happened to decency? Is there no decency any longer? No. Why? Well, I don't know if that's true. Actually, you said no, and I thought to myself, that's, I don't even live in that world. I don't even know. I can't imagine. Well, what world if is Justin, that, though? But I would be so mortified if Justin came up to me. He's like, come on, we're going to do some challenge. I'd yeah. be like, what? Yeah. We yeah. have dishes in the sink, <laughs> sir. Right. I challenge you to wash everything before we go to right? bed tonight. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. what are you talking about? Like, we have actual things to do, sir. I And I got to believe they, they mean to do harm because all of them hit them in the head. Yeah. So like they're aiming at something. It's just, oh, it wandered off. No, no, you hit him in the head. That's pretty good aim if mm-hmm. you ask me. Yeah, all I know is the the baby, where was it, Rex? Rexa. Rexa, mm-hmm. yeah. Baby Rexa, yeah. Um, all I know is that one. And the person who did it sounds not fully... Functional? Remorseful? Remorseful or yeah. functional. Both of those no. could apply. No, these people are... Look, we're getting dumber by the minute, which I would blame on the uh, American education system. Our education system costs us a fortune, and it's doing good. Nobody can read anymore. Yeah. I mean, I, we, we got major, major problems Well, here, did you see that MnDOT m- misspelled the city of Ogilvy on the sign? It's yeah. Ogilvy, yeah. I thought. Ogilvy. <laughs> Ogilvy. <There laughs> I know. <laughs> Everybody's misspelling things. Could you imagine, too, you'd be like, this the cost to make another one of those signs? Yeah. You'd be so annoyed. I don't really understand wh- why you don't. What's well, because people do? I'm telling you what we're gonna look. I understand we use the internet to do this show, and I don't have any problems with the internet. It's social media. Why anybody goes on that, I will never understand. It's oh my god, it's disgusting. I, I don't. I haven't been on it in years, so I don't even know what the hell's on there. But but I see it on the TV news like every night. Oh, you're missing out on threads, Tom. Oh, what like threads of what? It's a whole, it's a whole new venture that Facebook, or excuse me, Instagram put us on because oh, okay. Twitter needs uh, a little bit of competition. Oh yeah. So the second I saw it, I thought, no. I listen. It took me long enough. I, I was on MySpace until the bitter end. I was like, I'm not giving it up. <laughs> and then, That's so funny yeah. that you're like holding out. No, and then finally to Facebook, and then to Instagram, and I'm like, that's as far as I go. No more threads. No more TikTok. We're good. Just keep me on Instagram. Yeah. Can't do it, no question about it. It's um, as a matter of fact, that was one of Alec Baldwin's best lines on. I think it was on Thirty Rock mm-hmm. when he said, "I was on that thing, that new thing. What's it called? My Face." <laughs> <laughs> kind of combined MySpace and Facebook to My yeah. Face. So you know, that's good. Mm-hmm. That works. Yeah, I saw. The only thing I've seen of it, we have to talk to Chris Eggert about it because he was bragging about being on Threads 
this break. Yeah. I saw him post about it. That was the first time I'd post. I'd seen anybody post about threads. He was like, well, here I go. Going to start a new endeavor. And I was yeah. like, nerd. Yeah. So I don't really even know. I mean, I think I know what a thread is. But what actually, because I literally have not been on it in years. It's like their competition with Twitter. It's Facebook's competition with Twitter. Oh, it's and then called a, a Facebook thread? Yeah. Yeah. And that's when you post anything? Yeah. So, oh, okay. you know, Instagram is basically all photos and videos, yeah, where okay. this is more like a tweet. So with a tweet, you get 140 characters, you say what you want, it's all simple little bites, and then people can comment on it. And threads is sort of more like that. So I have a question for you. As younger people, do you see any responsibility for people joining in on this jumping off of speed 60 mile an hour boats and dying that all that had to come from the internet that had to be an internet challenge right yeah i don't know i I go back and forth with it because i grew up in like half and half i grew up at a time when everything was still analog but Mm -hmm. we were just getting into digital so I get that there was like a parent's responsibility to it. But at the time when we were growing up, our parents didn't know how to be responsible right, with it because right. even even the Internet didn't know what the Internet was. Yeah. So, yeah. So I don't know. I go back and forth with it. But, yes, you are right that there should be some sort of accountability to people when they're doing stuff like this. But, like, at the same time, idiots are going to idiot. And so if they weren't idiots doing this. Idiots are going to idiot. And like, Please don't ever say something like that again. <laughs> I can't make that promise. We both know I can't. Well, that's true. We're 13 again. minutes into okay, being sorry. back from break. What now? Um, you know, like, it. I don't want to say Darwinism, but there's a part where you go, listen, if you're willing to do that challenge when you know what you know about, you have a boat, you know basic laws of physics. Right. And you're going to still jump out. Okay. Like, why would you I, do that? But like, why? I don't think we, the internet can stop that person from doing something so dumb. No. Like, they were going to eat would a Would you watch it? Would I watch the video? No. Okay, I have, then you're not culpable. That's fine. As long as nobody watches it, they'll probably stop doing it. But like, the way that, you know, like, I have no, in- I don't like watching things where people A, get hurt. Yeah. Or B, like, I'm not into the people jumping off the buildings. Like, the, like the, it makes me anxious. The... Like where they look down at like oh that and then like free climbing. What the things. hell is that called? Oh, parkour. Parkour. Yeah, oh god, parkour, that makes me yeah. so. I'm not. That's not my. That's not my jam. No. At all. Oh, makes me. Did you watch it, Rudy? Yeah, I, I. Some of that stuff I enjoy. Yeah, I do. I watched the guy this weekend scale up the side of the building to save his mom. Did you guys see that guy? Yeah, yeah. that was amazing. Yeah, that was like, amazing. That, like a regular old Spider Man, just right up the side of the building, went up and saved his mom in the house fire. It's, yeah. Wow, that made me so happy. I like to watch the video knowing the ending. Yeah, do you think it's a good idea for all of us to maybe maybe watch that stuff once in a while, just to remind us that our lives are pretty good comparatively? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Might get something out of it. I, I just don't do that. Don't jump out of a boat going 60 miles an hour. It, nothing good can happen. No. First of all, I have a question for you because I'd never even thought about this. But if you jump, because they flip over when they do it too, they try to do a flip. Some of them just dive in, but some flip over. I got to believe when you're, you're hitting the face with water doing 60 miles an hour because that's how fast the boat was going, that could, that's what kills them. It snaps their neck, right? Yeah. So, Jesus, yeah. how do you not know you could die? So again, like you would snap your neck and then fl- like drown. And drown, yeah. Ugh. But you know that's a possibility, so why would you do it? I have no idea. I mean, one of them was a dad. Yeah, yeah. 
That's crazy. Dial her back is all I have to say. Mm -hmm. Start thinking like Pete Davidson, who's checked himself into rehab for a regular tune-up. Now, if you you get regular tune-ups, maybe you're not getting the message, don't you think? (laughs) Yeah. Like I went to, to, well, I didn't really, it wasn't really rehab. I went to discussion groups when I stopped drinking what 12 years ago or whenever the hell it was. And we would sit around and schmooze and all the rest of it and, and go, hey, you know, this, this, we should do this, 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 and this. But, I mean, maybe they should get some groups together and talk about this kind of thing. Don't jump out of a boat doing 60 miles an hour. It's just not a good idea. Um, there are a couple other things that happened over the, over the past week, too, that people getting killed doing things they should have never been doing. Yeah. I was going to say, those groups of people are called parents. But, but when you find out that a dad is the one who jumped out of the boat doing 60 yeah. miles an hour, you go, oh, yeah. okay, yeah. You know, like my buddy Owen was in town this weekend, and uh, we met up for a beer real quick. And he is, f- uh, I think he's like 49. And mm-hmm. his oldest, he had kids young. They were like 19 and 20 when they had their first. Now he's a grandfather. And he goes, and, and he still wakeboards, and he still snowboards, and he's kind of this extreme guy who mountain bikes. And he goes, remember when our grandparents, you know, they just sat around, they watched Crossfire, they drink coffee, they kind of just putts about. I was like, yeah, no, grandparents are still, you know, out there doing. So when your grandpa dies, like, no, he was hang gliding. You're like, right. that's a common thing nowadays because people crazy. are people are still doing crazy shit well into their fifties and sixties. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. Hang gliding is good, though, isn't it? I've never done it, but no. it's got to be pretty cool, I would think. I would think it's cool. I don't know. I don't know if I would do it. No? I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I like, feel like I'm risk aversion ever since we had that talk about the sub, and I had to admit that I probably would have gone in it, and now I'm going, what am I doing with my life? <laughs> sure. <laughs> there you have it. So, yeah, Pete Davidson is pretty open about his struggles with borderline personality disorder, PTSD. Well, don't we all have that? Borderline poor personality <laughs> disorder? <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Hey, we're in radio. Don't try to deny it. <laughs> All right. He recently checked himself in a rehab facility in Pennsylvania. A friend says it's nothing to be worried about since Pete goes regularly for, quote, tune-ups to take a mental break. So is he a, is, was he a booze hound, too? I don't know. Yeah, but I don't think he's quit drinking. Well, maybe that's the problem. Um, maybe that PTSD is coming from old granddad. Yeah. May, I'm, I don't know. I don't know anything about it. But um, a friend says it's nothing to be worried about since Pete goes regularly. Uh, another source says, quote, anyone who knows Pete knows that he will always step up and get help when he knows he needs it. He has a lot of people in his corner who love him and support him and are proud of him. So that's nice to hear that he has friends that support him and love him. And I'm, hopefully he does well. PTSD. And I have PTSD. I believe it. Should I go to the hospital? I mean, by the sound of it, you've been sick for like a week. I don't think that has anything to do with the PTSD, though. That I'm just saying. The, the could, filthy universe. You just need to tune up. All over the place. They probably do after working with you, hun yucks. That's mm. probably true. Mm. That's probably exactly right. I do know that we have to take a break, and I know that i got to jump on here because I haven't entered the studio yet, but um, we had to fix a bunch of stuff before getting back. Yeah. Some outlets are at work and some don't. And We're on it. It all works, don't you think? It will work. I mean, I'm almost up. Am I? Why am I not up? It says Tom... I'm not out. I'll, I'll, I'll click it again. It says remove, though, when I try to click on it again. I don't know why it says remove. We'll Should I click there. remove? Okay, you, click you, remove. You might be in the stream yard that Andy sends over. We'll have to take a look at okay, it real quick. Well, you know what? Yeah. Nice production. We got That's time. all I got. You know what I'm saying. No, it'll all work out in the end. Uh, yeah, why don't we just take a break here? We'll be right back in a couple of seconds. Sandy will join us in just a couple of seconds. We got Kristen Burt coming up this hour. A lot of great stuff, as a matter of fact. 
We'll be right back right after this. Mike has an amazing offer for my listeners on his Giza Elegance My Pillows. You receive a Giza Elegance My Pillow for as low as $19.98. Regular price is $69.98. This My Pillow comes in four levels of support. You will also receive deep discounts on all My Pillow products, such as My Pillow towels, mattress toppers, My Slippers, and so much more. Go to mypillow.com, click on the radio podcast square to receive Mike's amazing offer on the Giza Elegance My Pillow for as low as $19.98, and use promo code TOM. This offer comes with a 10-year warranty, so you know it's going to last, and a 60-day money-back guarantee, so you have nothing to lose. It's time to start getting the quality sleep we not only want, but need. Go to MyPillow.com, use promo code TOM to take advantage of Mike's special offer on his Giza Elegance MyPillow. That's MyPillow.com, promo code TOM. Do you ever Google yourself? Are you happy with what you find? Or is it cringy? Are you a business owner or on your company's marketing team? How do you feel when you Google your own place? What do you see? A non-updated social media page you don't even remember making? Ads for your competitors? An old-school website with outdated information? Hubbard Interactive can help. They can do it all for your business. They're a Google Premier Partner, so they can use search engine optimization to get your click results higher. They can build a 21st century website for you that communicates all the right things all the best ways. They've got a photo and video department to make your business look sharp. Plus, social media, influencer marketing, podcasting, and more. All the things that will make you a lot happier next time you Google yourself. Here's a Google search that you'll find rewarding. Hubbard Interactive. You can see all the marketing tools they've used on hundreds of successful businesses, including an extensive gallery of the great work they could help your venture with. HubbardInteractive.com. Building campaigns that connect. There's plenty of thoughts that come into your head when you think the name Killebrew. Of course, there's the Minnesota baseball legend, Harmon, who was responsible for many a favorite memory at the old Met Stadium in Bloomington, and many a baseball that ended up in the stands and in the gloves of adoring fans from his home runs. There's Killebrew Drive, the legendary road that connects Highway 77 to the Mall of America, and a day of shopping you'll never forget. My current thoughts for the name Killebrew is fun floats in our kitchen with my kids and grandkids, a cool, refreshing break in between innings at Target or CHS Field. Or maybe a perfect sunset paired with a sweet, frothy beverage after fishing or on your favorite walleye lake. Killebrew Root Beer and Cream Soda. Grab a six-pack at a grocery or convenience store near you. I'm Tom Bernard. This spring and summer, enjoy the one Killebrew Root Beer and Cream Soda. Gluten and caffeine-free with a generous portion of delicious thrown in. Killebrew, where memories are created and legends are made. Hello, I'm Brad Huckle, President at North American Banking Company. And I'm Mike Bilski, CEO at North American Banking Company. As a community bank based right here in the Twin Cities, we believe in taking the time to get to know our customers and their businesses. And part of that is hiring and cultivating a team of experienced lenders. When your business banks with us, you're not training in a new inexperienced banker. In fact, our bankers have worked with many of the same customers for years, earning their trust. We get to know you and your business, and you get to know and rely upon us. When your business is looking to capitalize on an opportunity or solve a problem, we'll be here to help you. Tom here. I know Brad and Mike, and I trust that with my banking, they've personally delivered on everything they've just said. So why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, and equal housing lender. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Bob Sansevier Sports brought to you by Bradshaw and Bryant. Personal injury lawyers seeking justice for the injured. Contact Bradshaw and Bryant at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. That's minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Sanny, how are you, sir? 
I am doing lovely. Lovely. And all of you have a good vacation? No. Get away? Nope. I was sick every damn day of the vacation. What'd you have? Either a cold or allergy. We, they pretty much have locked it in on allergies now because I'm still blocked up in my right, the right side of my face. So it's, it's got to be allergies to something. I don't know what. Did you get nosebleeds too? Because I know um, you have in the past. No, I don't get those anymore. I used to. Yeah, you're right. I used to get nosebleeds all the time. And I didn't, uh, not when I was using cocaine. I do remember. Who the hell was that in studio, Sandy? You were there, I think. God, who was it? It was a big rock star. And I got a bloody nose, and I was just getting him at the time. And he came and he said, man, you got to understand, if you can do some coke and stuff, you got... He thought I was doing coke in Studio <laughs> A. Who the hell was that again? That's a big assumption, which shows you, like, how casually it's in his life. <laughs> well, yeah, maybe I don't even want to say his name, because he was a huge rock star. I know he was in a... He was, I think he was in Van Halen at one point. Oh. But in any case, moving forward with Bob Sanzer, yes, who's a disaster. What's up, Sandy? You're twins. They're oh, down. Jesus. Oh, God, Bob. Oh. They almost got outscored 6-1, to one, Bob. Yeah, Tom, they, they scored a safety, and they gave up a t- t- two touchdowns and one two-point conversion. <laughs> 15 to frickin' two. It was terrible. Bob, it got worse instead of better as they yeah. went along. And they get swept, and they're, they're game out, and uh, they're game under 500, half a game out in the, uh, in the standings. I mean, I thought a week or so ago, I thought, hey, Buxton's starting to come around a little bit. Uh, Correa, you know, yeah. maybe coming around. And then... Mm-hmm. They just completely fall apart yet again. I'm going to be honest with you. You can't blame it on the ownership, and I'm not trying to suck up to the poll ads here, but they spend the money. They spend the money. So, and I've said this before, Bob, and this, this shouldn't, you know, don't take this personally, but yeah. I think hiring Italians is a mistake. Hard for me to argue now, I'll tell you. <laughs> Rocco. Well, Rock. but you know, and here's the thing that when yeah. you take a look at some other things, they have the second best ERA among starting pitchers. Yes, yep. How? How do you get a game under that it tells you your middle relief sucks? You know, you can't yep. count on your clay. You can't count on your hitters. That's the big thing. Yeah, they don't hit at all, Bob. They're terrible at the plate. I would have thought this was going to be, you know, the hitting I didn't think was even going to be an issue. Hey, you bring back no. Correa, you got your, you know, your igniter and Buxton. He's not playing in the outfield. He'll be healthy and fine. And mm-hmm. it's poor Royce Lewis, this kid. I mean, we talk about Buxton running into walls. Lewis doesn't even have to do that, and he gets hurt. Yep. No, you're absolutely right, Bob. I, I don't know. It just it's as you know. I adore the Twins. I'm a huge Twins fan. This is very painful for me, Sandy. Well, and it's you know we're halfway through now. We get the All Star break yep. coming up, so I I don't. It's going to be them or Cleveland, and who cares though? Yeah, it doesn't either matter. one's going to do anything. Nope. You know they'll wind up being swept, likely in the uh, in the first round. So it's just it. The Vikings need to start practicing so people can get all excited about them, then be disappointed a few weeks in the season. Yeah, that's it. I mean, it's look, summertime, baseball, the whole shooting match, it's, it's been my favorite stuff since I was a little boy. It just, my God, you're out of school, the baseball team's playing, you're playing some baseball or whatever. I, I just, it's breaking my heart, Bob. I got to be honest I with know. you. That's, what, that's probably why you were sick. You were sick of them. I am. My right nostril is still sick of them. That's all I have to you, say. You know, you're not the only one dealing with this because I, I mean, my, uh, my son wasn't feeling good. We had some people over, and yeah. I do think these, whatever it is, do you know what 
the allergy is from what plant or what whatever that's floating. Maybe it's the Canadian um, fumes coming over from the wildfires or well, a residual effect. That's what they said started it all. Absolutely. The Canadian smoke uh, kicked it all off, and I guess it's, I don't know what the hell's in the air well, now. But vulnerable. I guess, yeah. You're probably right, just vulnerable to other things because of that. Because it's not a cold. They thought it was a cold at first, but colds don't usually last 10 days. No, no. So I don't and, know. We'll, oh, we'll oh by the way, if you want to get excited about the future for guys who will let you down, the Vikings had, or the Vikings, the Twins had the fifth pick in the uh, you know baseball draft. Walter Jenkins, an outfielder from South Brunswick High School. They love taking the high school kids. Yeah, they do. It's because it will be years before they can come around. He is six three, and uh, and can hit. Not they didn't have the great power, but the kid can hit. And then they took with a thirty fourth pick, Charlie with E E Charlie Soto. Another pitcher from Reborn Christian High School. Reborn oh, yeah. Christian. My God, <laughs> that's, that's really quite the statement. It. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I think Christian would be enough. It's kind of redundant, isn't it? <laughs> well, everybody's nuts now. It's never enough just go Christian. I got to go or, you know, whatever religion it has to be. It's not just that. It's pl- this that religion plus this part. It's like, shut yeah. up for Christ's sake. <laughs> God hates you. I talked to him. Uh, now, I got to ask you, because this is not uh, Christian Bird. She, does she do a lot on streaming? It's all the uh, the Hollywood gossip. Because mm-hmm. uh, yeah. I'm into this Joe Pickett and uh, Jack Ryan with John Krasinski. He's been coming out with two episodes every Friday. Have you been up to date or been watching them? No, I have not. I should get after it because that sounds good. Yeah, and Jack Ryan's only, I think it's only like uh, going to be, what, six or eight episodes. So it's not going to be a long run. And two a week is terrific, you know. They're giving you an, an hour or two hours worth of episodes, and it's it's a good deal. And it's just called Jack Ryan. Yeah, Jack Ryan with John Krasinski. It's all been right. out there. It's like season four, right? And, uh, right. But there's not. I mean, they're all. I I blew through the first few seasons a couple of years ago, and then uh, this one just started up again. And yeah. Joe Pickett's a pretty. He's like a beleaguered what game warden in uh, really good. Wyoming. I am yeah. up to date. Oh, no, you on have that. been watching it. Okay. Yes. Yeah, it, uh, I've been, we've been watching Joe Pickett from day. We're all caught up on Joe Pickett, as a matter of fact. Uh, really, really good show. Very well acted. And there's so many others. I, I just can't. It's overwhelming the number of shows and series there are out there to try to stay with them and keep up with a lot of them. Right. Brittany, what's your favorite one? I've, I still haven't watched the one on, uh, well, the, the one about the soccer player, the soccer coach. What's that one? On Apple. Oh, Ted Lasso. Yes, yes, yes. I was thinking documentary. Um, Yeah, I uh, we're so far behind, but we've been finishing up Last of Us. We finished up Succession. We love that. Um, And then I really want to watch. I feel like Rudy watched this. I can't remember, but it's the uh, Gladiator documentary that. The American Gladiator documentary, yeah. yeah. The five, I finished it over the weekend. Five parts to it all, yeah. Really that good. looks. I was. I was told that looks so good, or that is so good, and so Great. I want to watch it. Yeah, that looks fun. Well, there you I'll have, have to it. Check it out. Yeah. Mo, definitely, ladies and gentlemen. Um, as long as we're talking about movies and all of this, I believe it's called Nefarious. I think that's the name of the uh, the movie. I should look it up while we're talking here because um, Sean Patrick Flannery. You know who he is. Mm-mm. He was in Boondock Saints, yeah. parts one and two. He stars in this. He is so incredibly good. He does. He plays a guy who's in prison. He's going to be executed for murder. Mm-hmm. And he starts claiming that he's possessed by a demon. Oh, God. And 
it's not one of those way over the top ones and all the rest of it. It's just about this guy's convinced himself that he's possessed. And so they, they go in because obviously they think he's faking it because if he is mentally ill, they can't execute him. Yeah. Right. So that, that's all tied in there. Brilliantly acted. Sean Patrick Flannery is so good in this movie. I don't care. And it's not, I wouldn't even call it a horror film. There's not a lot of horror in it. It's just about a guy who claims to be possessed by the devil and or a spirit or whatever. Mm-hmm. Really, really good. Really good movie. So it's not all that scary, <coughs> but it does lean in like... In its own way it is, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it is a paranormal one, though. Like, it, it's not... Not really. Okay, really. I get It kind of is, but then it isn't. Yeah. It's just the acting in it. Everybody in it is very, very good. I like this premise, because I feel like you could go back and forth. Is it true? Is it not true? Is it real? Is it oh, not it's true. I, I've met two people in the last month or so that were possessed by demons. No, I know, but I I'm just swear saying, by it. I believe you, but I just mean, like, is it true in this case? Is this guy faking it or not faking? Like, the premise of this movie sounds good. It is really, really good. Yeah, it's called Nefarious and is out now. Uh, I just watched it last night because Catherine was over taking care of the, the grandkids. Yeah. Um, but he, even his facial expressions, he uses his blinking eyes, and it, it's just, you can just see this man is so unsettled. It, it's, it's some of the best acting I, I have seen in a long time. Wow. Sean Patrick Flannery, really good. Now, as a believer and Catholic Italian, I would say many people who've been on death row have been possessed by demons. There's got to be some explanation <laughs> could be. for Okay, it. we need to circle back. <coughs> who are these friends of yours? Why do you have four people in your life that are, have demons I didn't in say them? friends. No, one of them oh. was a guy at a, at a uh, I think I've mentioned this, he was a waiter at a restaurant. And he had this really nice, it was, it was not like a traditional rosary bead, but it turned out it was a rosary bead around his neck, had leather, leather and then I said, wow, that's very nice. And he goes, well, here's another one. I said, you, you wear two rosaries around your neck? And he said, well, yes, I had been possessed. Oh, and it's God. to help ward him off. And the other guy said he dealt with it, too. He didn't do the rosary thing. But it's, there's, there's a lot of people who do believe in possession and swear they have been possessed. I a lot up- of demons out there. I, and I'm not saying this guy's telling the truth or not. I will say as a server, it is wild that he disclosed that to you. Like, I would be... Because I'm sure he's been burned before by bringing that up. And the casually well, bring that up feels like you're... I think he probably feels that he is helping keeping at bay, admitting that he's done it, and he wants them to stay away. So don't mess with me, mm. demon. Remember Richard Pryor's take on possession? Walked into bedroom, girl flopping around in bed. Bitch, what's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> God, and that solved funny. everything. He was so funny. God... He was funny. <laughs> but now, anyway. not me. I have to emphasize, not me. But okay. I'd say there's plenty of guys who would tell you they had been with women who had demons. Well, I understand what you're saying. I'm not saying I ever have either. Don't get yeah. me wrong. But, yeah, I've, uh, I've seen people who, if they weren't possessed, they should have been. They'd have an excuse <laughs> then, at least. <laughs> It'd be right. an excuse for that behavior. Exactly. So, yeah, if you get a chance, watch Nefarious. And again, it's, it's listed as a horror film, but it's not really a horror film. It's a psychological thriller more than anything, because there's not a whole lot of... I, I don't know. I, I didn't find it to be a horror film at all. It's like looking at the human brain, but the acting is what drew me to it. Right, Phenomenal. That's all so, I have to say. Did uh, did you see this on streaming? Is it easily yes. accessible? Yes, okay. it's on streaming right now. It uh, just came out this year. I don't know. If, boy, does anything ever go to the theater anymore? Jesus. 
No, oh, you're right. Yeah, probably the probably the movies we really want to see now. It's got great or ratings. The it's got a four point seven out of five. Whoa! Damn. They agree with Uncle Tommy, yeah. or Uncle Tommy agrees with them. Something. Yes. Well, ah. you know, that's all the people with demons hitting check. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there you go. It. Yes, that's it exactly. But but again, I, 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 for people to think, oh, I don't like horror films. It's not a horror film. It's not disgusting. It's not. I mean, there's some tough scenes in it and all the rest of it. But just the way these two men sitting across from one another in a jail cell talking, one's a psychologist and one claims he's a murderer, claims to be possessed by demons, it's real. And again, Bob, you just added to the story because you're talking about, you know, three, four, five people that you guys know that maybe think they're possessed because people actually do think they are. Some people do. Well, some people can't come up with another reason. Right. Something that, and also, though, if you are possessed, would you think you're possessed, or would the demon not let you think that? Well, the problem I have, Bob, is if I weren't possessed, why would I stay in this business? You are possessed. It's not you're possessed. You know what? It probably wasn't you. It's probably the demon had a cold. Yeah, you're right. He left his cold behind. There's no question about it. If I ever get possessed, I'm going to just follow along the words of Linda Blair. If I ever become possessed, I'm going to go, lick me! Like that. Yeah. That'd be wonderful. You've been yelling that for all morning. <laughs> all, yes, since I got here. And anyone who will listen. That's exactly. Luke, <laughs> man. We're and like, wonder, okay, Tom, calm down. Does a demon have a sense of humor, too? I mean, can you get a, like a, 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 jo- a, a fun demon? Bob. One who is just going to tell jokes and you know, be, do some good things for you. Bob, why don't we write it and get a, get a movie made or just write it anyway? Yeah. I love a that fun idea. fun-loving demon. A fun-loving possession by a demon. Yeah, he just like gets you in fun adventures. Next thing you know, you're on a tandem bike and you're loving life. I love this. Wouldn't it be the greatest? You're walking along and you, you know, this maybe kind of heavier guy walks past you and the demon in you goes, nice tits. Wouldn't it be <laughs> See, that kind of thing? See, there you go. See, that would be, I, well, I, you'd want to have like interchangeable demons because let, let's say you get cornered by a bunch of guys, you yeah. want the kung fu demon to come out. Yes, I agree. Yeah. All right. So you got to have some, you know, a little bit of interchangeability there. Especially but, if that other demon's going to get you in a lot of trouble with telling large men they have nice tits. I think that that's true. You're going to need you're going to need some backup. You probably well, are. And I bet there's a large man or two that's like, well, thank you. Thank you. And then you can't get rid of him. He just keeps trailing <laughs> you around. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen people I thought were possessed. I'll tell you that. Holy Anna. <laughs> nice behavior. That's all I have to say. So anyway, Sanny, what else is yes, happening? Sir. Well, Dalvin Cook is still not. You know, I yeah. just find it interesting. The guy is uh, he's trying to get as much money as he can and bleed these teams as much as he can. He'll probably still wind up with Miami, but there's a there are stories out there that he was offered a deal from Miami, and it wasn't enough money for him. So how so much is it's the best place for him? Oh, you know what, Bob? That what a coincidence that you brought that up. Why? Because one of my favorite lines in Nefarious. Oh, he says to the to the psychologist. <coughs> excuse me, but I, I'm I'm going to have to clear my throat once in a while in the air. I apologize, but it just won't stop. But he says. Look at where we are now. We are controlling you people completely. We're putting every thought we want in your head, and you just completely go with it. Like, for instance, professional basketball players make $30 million a year, and there are 40 million slaves making their tennis shoes. I thought that was interesting, you know? 
<coughs> I'm gonna have to leave the room, sorry. <coughs> like, nefarious, it sounds like, really opened up uh, a lot of dialogue. Who would have thought that a possessed... Yeah, I looked it up. It looks creepy. I, I think he's underplaying that it's not horror because there is. Hey, why a... don't you go get him a glass of water or something? Yeah, one you want you. you want me to leave as well, <laughs> yeah. Bob? I said one of you. <laughs> um, there's one thing I've learned about Tom is that uh, you never want to uh, uh, put a glass or put your hand near his mouth when he's in these moments because yeah. you never Wait know. Wait a minute, back what? up. I heard there's one thing what? I've learned about Tom. Let's hear what is it? <laughs> Nothing. That's one what thing that I learned about, about putting it, something in your mouth. He's a he's a he's a humble teddy bear of a man. That's exactly what I said. And uh -huh. these two can definitely back me up. I'm scared. <laughs> I was possessed the whole time. What did you yeah. say? No, I, I was, didn't say anything. No, I just said, she, Bob was like, why don't you two go get him a glass of water? And yeah, all I said was, you? one thing I've learned about Tom is in these moments, you never want to put your hand too close to his face. It's like a dog. You know? Probably true. I'll yeah. bite you. Bite you. So yeah. Tom, they're both lying. They're possessed by demons. They're, possessed. they're nefarious, Bob. Mm. They are nefarious. There's no question about it. Sorry about that, but that's what I'll do next time if it comes on. I'm just going to get up and run out in the hallway. We have these cough buttons, too, they put in recently. So and I, of course, left my cough drops at home like a dumbass. You're fine. <clears throat> you know what? We're all slogging through this world. But it's when is this going to go away? I'm sick to death of it. I don't know. I was sick for like a good month oh, great. when we started this show. No, in like <laughs> February. That's when they finally put in these well, cough buttons after I had like begged. Do Rudy. I have a cough? Oh, does this work? Hold on. Yeah. Yeah, but yours. Yeah. See, yeah. I can push this. Yeah. Do you have people one? Yes. People will see you hacking, even though they can't hear it. <coughs> oh, and then she takes her hand. I didn't off. know you were talking. Typical. You can just cough. We're fine. We're, oh, we know you're horrible. human. We we're fine with it. How about if I vomit? I'd be fine with it. How about it? Vomit doesn't throw me off. I, you know how people will be like, if I see vomit, I'll vomit. I won't. I'll be fine. No, I don't either. I yeah. don't care. You vomiting's your business. Uh, I'll right? be fine with it. No, there's enough guys in radio that puke anyway. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. There's an old <laughs> reference for you. Hey, oh. The puking Mary, disc jockey. Mary said that years ago. Oh, I can't get any She can't clean up vomit. We had a dog who threw up five times last oh, night. I don't oh. know what the heck he ate. And there I am cleaning up the vomit. The little one? Just, no, this was one of the bigger ones. Oh. Why do yeah. dogs? Okay, so our, most our floors are hardwood. But always, every time my dog throws up, they find the, the rug. Yeah. Immediately. The patch rug. Mm -hmm. yeah. Oh, we've been lucky. It was on the floor. Nice. You know, the hardwood type thing. That is interesting. They do like to throw up on cloth, don't they? They're like, Mom, don't worry. I'll throw up here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think my dog knows whichever one is more expensive for me yeah. to clean, yep. that's where he will throw up. Of yeah. course, yes. yep. He ate a rabbit the other day. Oh, Jesus. And came in, and I was sitting down, and I was like, what does that smell? <laughs> That's a new one I have. And I looked down, and there was a regurgitated bunny sitting on my carpet. Oh, bunny. Fur and bones, and yeah. And then my dog just looking at me like, I did good, didn't I, Dad? Like, no, you didn't. Get out. Wait, did he throw up the lucky foot for you so you could at least hold on to that? I got it hanging on my keychain right now, nice. Bob. He just did the whole, he didn't have time to just do the foot, so he'll get to it. Do you have, you have a teenager. Is she? Does she have a throw-up bowl that you guys use? A throw-up bowl? Yeah. Didn't What's you guys that? grow up having a throw-up bowl? <laughs> no. Like a designated bowl that, like, if they're sick in bed, you get the bowl <laughs> to throw up in? <laughs> Bob, am I the only what one? The hell? <laughs> a designated well, throw-up bowl? Yeah. We well, have garbage cans and... You we know. had a bowl that was, like, 
if you're sick, like that's the bowl you get so, in your bed to throw up in. Rudy, like when you grew up, did your mom and dad take a yarn needle and shove it up your ass every time you misbehaved? Uh, <laughs> did you have one of those? I'll tell you, Relatable? Yeah. Not, not, not until my 20s, Tom. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'll tell you this, I'm never going to Britney's house and having a salad you or something. Popcorn? Oh, it's, no a whole, popcorn. it's a whole thing. There's like a whole Yeesh. world out there of people that are like, you know that it's bad if your popcorn bowl and your throw up bowl is like the same bowl. Yes. No. That's, no, and like, oh my God. I might throw up. I, I cannot be the only one. Like, we obviously, we had yes, separate I think bowls. You were. We had separate bowls, but there was a designated bowl, like, as a kid that I remember specifically. If you're sick, like, that's the bowl you get in what, your bed. Okay. Didn't you have a toilet? Yeah, but like, if you're a little kid, you don't make it there often. And so what? that was the bowl. You guys didn't have a throw up bowl, and it's no. starting to. I'm starting Brittany, to I don't that. want to alarm you, but this is a demon move. They make the Let people me. they possess use bowls and utensils. I want, I want Kristen on this stream now because I have a chance of her possibly maybe also having a throw-up bowl growing up. No, she's shaking her head. No, no. throw-up bowl. Kristen Burt with a throw-up bowl. I'm going to ask Chris Egger. I am literally <laughs> trying to hold down my own vomit thinking about a throw-up bowl. You don't use it as food, like a food bowl. But like, there's a whole thing that people, some people, families did have it. No. I, you know what? I'm one of those people who throws up once a decade. So yeah, I too. also, I, I just... I have an iron stomach, so I never throw up. But um, and it, when it happens, it's so violent because my body doesn't know what it's doing. But a throw-up bowl—I mean, it was the toilet or it was the wastebasket in your room. I have ver- a lot of emails coming in. They had a throw-up bowl. It was a designated ice cream bucket. Uh, <laughs> we had a designated puke bucket for our kids. That's oh, from Jesus, Jeff. Well, uh, Jill wrote in. We may have had a multi-use throw-up bowl, so like they were the family oh, that man. used it for different oh, reasons. I told you guys, it's a thing out there. Like oh. I'm shocked none of you had one. And I'm fine. I'll be the pariah. In the household, was there a throw-up bowl? <laughs> okay, I got to close with this part right here because it's a true story. I had a friend when I was growing up, and his voice was kind of like this, right? His voice was very deep, got a lot of resonance to it and all the rest of it. And I am not kidding you. When he threw it, it would be like this. Brrrr. Honestly, I heard him throwing up once. I thought it was like a lion roaring for Christ. It's like, what the yeah. hell? Gee, calm down. All right, Sandy, get the hell out. I'm gone. See you, you kids man. later. Thanks Kristen, continue to kick ass. I'll do my best. See you later, Orb. Orb. When, <laughs> is he ever going to stop the Orb thing? We're never going to get to see Bob. Boom, 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 oh, yeah. boom. I'm getting bowls. so many emails. You know, the last show I was on, somebody had texted in that their family had a poop knife. <laughs> what? <laughs> I got to go home. Honestly, God, I'm sick anyway. Uh, I, I don't. I'm scared to know. I think I know. It, it hung on How the wall. How did everyone it, grow up? Yeah, <laughs> I know. They lived out in the woods, and you know they had like a small toilet and a small ste- uh, septic system. So uh, in case something got, you know, was a little oh, bigger, you needed to cut her down. There was a knife that hung on the wall by a leather band, and, and they brought it up like it was just so, so casual, like it's just so normal. Like your family's poop knife. I'm like, our family did not have a. We barely talked. What did it do? Have, 
It just hung on the wall. To and then, cut up poop for the it, septic tank. Because if it was too big, it wouldn't go down the toilet. So they had to cut it. Oh, <laughs> my like, God. And the way I, they said it was just so like, everybody has one. No, not everybody has one. Was this the Beverly Hillbillies? What uh, do we got here? Yeah. Now it's just yeah, somebody who lived in the middle of nowhere. I, I've never heard of one until that day. Lisa wrote in. We did. We are not alone. We had an old metal basin. Eric, I grew up with a throw-up bowl. Uh, don't feel bad. We had a green Tupperware bowl that we used for years. You're definitely not the only one. Laura, we had a throw-up bowl. No. Wow. Okay. Leo, we had a throw-up bowl. <laughs> okay, that's good. We got your point, for Christ's sake. I, I got to go to break here. I just felt so alone. You are alone, believe me. What if I check those all out and they say they all came from her computer? <laughs> The emails are coming from inside the house. <laughs> exactly. There's two households, the throuples and the non-throuple households, and I'm wondering what the difference is in the two households are. Why oh. wouldn't you just throw up in the toilet? It's because well, you're when you're s- little, you sometimes don't make it. So yeah. oh, there's that. But that's why if I was sick with the flu, my mom would be like, here's your the wastebasket in mm-hmm. case you need it. Well, that's true. Yeah, But it would be lined with a plastic bag. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you use a bowl, do you put a plastic bag in the bowl? No, you just clean it out, and you put it in his, like, designated spot. Like, there was a throw Where do you put the vomit after you vomited? Oh, you clean. Yeah, you, like, are in the toilet. You, like, we're not, like, crazy. We don't, like, drink it. But, like. (laughs) I don't know. But then do you put it in the dishwasher? Like, this is. Oh, I'm sure we hand cleaned it. I don't think we had a dishwasher growing up until way later in our life. But, yeah, we we just wash it. Oh. We'd have to head to the house. Just telling you. The casualness that I have become with that and then having a baby now on top of that, I wouldn't even get, like, that mm. girl throws up on me all the time. I don't even care. Sure. Are you going to have a throw-up bowl in your house? Absolutely. That's, like, a family thing. Are you coming for our, like, religion? It's generational. <laughs> yes, it's generational. Chris and I, I, hope I was given it. Can I get to the weather and the break here at some point in your life? Yeah. Uh, would that be possible uh, since it's about noon? It's going to vomit sunshine, Tom. Come on. By the way, she might have to leave because she said comfortableness. That's all I'm saying. It's called comfort. I don't even know what you're talking about. You're a disaster, Tom. Oh, yeah, it's my fault. There's no question. <laughs> what is it, about quarter to 11 now? We're getting over her reading her, here's some more support for me, I'm vomit. <laughs> You're a disaster. We have so many coming in. and I'm Oh, God, quiet. it's never going to stop. No, Sorry no. that we have a bunch of listeners who, for once, are supporting me, not you, for one time. Oh, yeah, I get so much support. There's no question about it. Uh, I'm going to do the weather in a break. And then when we come back, we're going to have Kristen Burt, and we're going to have more vomit uh, yahoos mm-hmm. that throw up in bowls. Yep. I still understand why you want to throw up in the toilet. I don't get it. I have to throw up. Okay, let's go in the bathroom. And then you throw up. Right? But when it happens at 2 a.m., I do, I, I legitimately oh, understand it. It's 2 a.m. I suppose, when you're sleeping. Yeah. Yeah, you I know. suppose. All right. Nicely isolated severe thunderstorm is possible after 4 o'clock this afternoon through about 7 o'clock tonight, especially in the South Metro. Uh, today, hot and breezy, a bit more humid. That thunderstorm is possible from 4 to 7. Isolated severe storm possible, 92 for the high. Tonight, an early thunderstorm, then clearing and cooler, low of 59. On Tuesday, breezy and cooler with partial sun and an afternoon shower with a high of 78. On Wednesday, partly to mostly sunny with a high of 79. It is partly cloudy and 72. So later on today, between about 4 and 7, keep your eyes open. Maybe a a thunderstorm rolling your way. We'll take a break. Be right back and talk more vomit with Kristen Burt right after this. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show.
You need to know a guy for your auto repairs, legal issues, banking, and more. The same goes for investment advice. You need a guy to help you be successful, someone you can trust who gets results. Well, I got a guy for you, Josh Arnold. Josh gives you straight talk, not sugar-coated advice about your financial situation. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions, and Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. Do yourself a favor and call Josh now for a no-obligation, 48-minute evaluation. You've got nothing to lose, and you'll get a different point of view for your investments. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That is 952-925-5608. You'll be glad that you did. And tell him his, his guy, Tom, sent you. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Tom Bernard is a paid endorser. Boating season is here, and many of you will be hauling a boat to the lake this summer. At Bradshaw Bryant, we encourage you to keep yourself and others safe by obeying the laws of the lakes. Keep in mind that children 10 and under are required to wear a life jacket at all times. It's also good to make sure everything on the boat is in working order before heading out into the water. Alcohol causes thousands of boating injuries every year. Remember that the captain is responsible for the crew and cannot be over the legal limit. And please, not only be aware of other boats in the water, but keep an eye out for water skiers, tubers, and jet skiers. I'm Mike Bryant from Bradshaw and Bryant. Please do your part to keep yourself and others safe on the lakes this summer. You can find Mike Bryant of Bradshaw and Bryant and at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Mike Bryant, seeking justice for the injured. Working hard and going farther with Mike Bryant on your side. Seeking justice for the injured. Bradshaw and Bryant. There's plenty of thoughts that come into your head when you think the name Killebrew. Of course, there's the Minnesota baseball legend, Harmon, who was responsible for many a favorite memory at the old Met Stadium in Bloomington, and many a baseball that ended up in the stands and in the gloves of adoring fans from his home runs. There's Killebrew Drive, the legendary road that connects Highway 77 to the Mall of America, and a day of shopping you'll never forget. My current thoughts for the name Killebrew is fun floats in our kitchen with my kids and grandkids, a cool, refreshing break in between innings at Target or CHS Field. Or maybe a perfect sunset paired with a sweet, frothy beverage after fishing or on your favorite walleye lake. Killebrew Root Beer and Cream Soda. Grab a six-pack at a grocery or convenience store near you. I'm Tom Bernard. This spring and summer, enjoy the one Killebrew Root Beer and Cream Soda. Gluten and caffeine-free with a generous portion of delicious thrown in. Killebrew, where memories are created and legends are made. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot... Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. 
This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. You know, I have to do them a service because Bob Sansevier Sports was sponsored by Bradshaw and Bryant Personal Injury Lawyers. So I get so wound up with Bob at the end trying to get rid of him that I always forget to do the out. That's understandable. You see what I'm saying? Just getting rid of Bob is quite the job. It really is. You know what I mean? He hangs around. We need a poop knife for him just to cut him off and flush him we down. We got the vomit bowl. We got the poop knife. We got I, a hell of a show going. I don't want to be associated with the poop knife. I want to be very clear. Our family did not have a poop knife that was not necessary <laughs> mm-hmm. in our life. And that's that's based on the, the system you have to flush it in? That's yeah. what that's all about? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Ugh. See, I grew up in the city. We never had one of those. What are those called again? Toilet? No, the thing that goes in. Septic tank. There you go. Wait a minute. Maybe out in Dayton when we first moved to Dayton, I think we had a septic tank. I was going to say you might have, but. Yeah, I would think so. If you put, yeah. I mean, they have pretty good ones too. Out on the farm. The farm. So Kristen Bird is with us, ladies and gentlemen. What's the latest with you, sister? Well, let me start on the Pete Davidson thing because there's a little bit of that story that might uh, add a little bit more context to why he's in rehab. He was also charged with misdemeanor for reckless driving right around the time he decided to enter rehab. So they could be associated one with the the other. Um, And because he does, he will have a court case coming up. I'm I'm positive since it's a misdemeanor, it'll probably wind up being a plea deal of some sort and he'll get off really easy. But that was the house that he drove into in March. I I think you talked about it on the show at a certain point. They've completely torn down that house and they are rebuilding it because it actually damaged the structure so much. Was he drunk when that happened? He was not drunk. Um, They said he was he was fine. They had no issues and they did not do any sort of drug or alcohol testing though. Oh well. But they said they felt like they didn't need to in the situation because he was cooperative he was cognizant. They had no problem with it. So, but how do you drive into a house? I don't know if that house? was the celebrity treatment, though. How would you drive into a house if you weren't intoxicated? Um, they said speed was a factor, and he had just come from Hawaii. He had just gotten off a plane from Hawaii, okay. got in his car, and was driving around. Beverly Hills ha- does have these huge speed bumps, so if you're not paying attention to the speed, I can see how possibly you could get out of control on that mm-hmm. if you didn't see the speed bump coming. And he's he's the New Yorker who barely drives, so. There's also that factor. I just, uh, I, I got to be honest with you, I still don't understand the attraction of that man. I don't think he's funny in the least. His show just got a second season I know. pickup on Peacock with Bupkis. I just don't get it. I, I've never seen the show. Is the show any good? It's okay. Yeah, the show is funny. Yeah, really? I, I okay. saw a couple episodes and like I didn't feel compelled to keep watching it, so I think it's okay. Like I, it was one of those things I watched two or maybe three episodes and I forgot about it. So I, I think it's good. I just don't think it's in this era the best thing on. Yeah, yeah it's not the best thing on for sure, but I do think that Pete Davidson, he, he has a strong female audience. Yeah, he does. And maybe that's why you don't get it. You know what I mean? You're just like, well, he's funny, but women find him so completely charming that I think that really? that's where a lot of the appeal is. Yeah. See, he comes across to me as a total scam artist. I mean, I don't I know if know. he is. I've never met him, so I don't know if he is or not. But he's got that element about him like, yeah, this is all a scam, and you know it is. I, I think for uh, he has such a fascinating story, you know, where his father passed away yeah. in 9-11, um, growing yep. up with that, yep. being tremendously successful, dating all of the hottest women in Hollywood. I think people are fascinated by that story, and women yeah. are like, oh, there's an attraction there. And I think dating Kim Kardashian uh, for about a year and a half I think that only added to his allure. I'm serious. How, but I have a question. Everybody's dated her. Who cares? 
I mean, that woman dates everybody. I definitely see his appeal. Like, I think he is in a world where everybody wants to be really cool. He's kind of like, I want to say like nerdy and awkward. Yeah. And like, I like that. I find him to be refreshing compared to like, look how hot I am. He seems obtainable. And obviously he's dated enough people I should know that he's not obtainable. But I look at him and go, yeah, like. I, I don't think he's far more attractive. Like, I don't There's something about him that he's just... Well, I understand that. If yeah. you went on a date with him, you know you would have a great time. You could yes. be, like, playing skee-ball. You could yes. be at a amusement park. You could be just at a pizza place. And you'd probably laugh your butt off the entire night. Yeah. Is he funny? Yeah, I think he's funny. Because yeah, I've never seen him I used to love his segments on Saturday Night Live when he did part of the um, news segment. I always thought he was really funny. Okay, you know, see, so... Full admission here. I've not watched Saturday Night Live in about thirty years. I thought it, I think yeah. it's horrible because he played himself. He rarely was in the sketches. Oh, okay. He usually right. was on the uh, evening news update, and he would do like a small, like four to five minute segment, and he just kind of like riffed on life or something that had happened. Oftentimes, he was riffing on his own life, and it's really funny. Yeah, I might like that. He doesn't take himself too seriously. It's, it's self-deprecating humor. I think that's probably the look, way to look at it. What drove me away? I tried again after. What I don't remember. I, I, I guess it was after the previous presidential election when the woman was crying playing the piano. I'm like, I can't possibly watch this show anymore. They have moved away oh, in the past God. couple of seasons from politics a little Good. bit. It's, it, the audience got exhausted by it, and yep. I think that they realized like, they probably will lean into it more in 2024 because it is a presidential election, which to me makes sense because uh-huh. it's timely yeah. and it's, the, it's at the forefront. But when we had four years of nonstop, with, especially during the Trump era, they just leaned so heavily into it. Mm-hmm. it. After a while, you're like, I can't watch Alec Baldwin as Donald Trump anymore. No. That, and again, I'm not a huge Trump fan. I'm not a huge Biden fan because I don't see a whole lot of difference between either one of them. They're all a couple of scam artists in it for the money. I mean, that's well, my, my impression. They're just in it for money. Ivanka and Jared made $640 million just being a senior aide to Donald Trump. <laughs> it's just unbelievable. <laughs> I it, was like, that's a good racket. Like, how can I get on that? <laughs> it's all about money. And it's so obvious that it's all about money. It's just very sad, unfortunately. But, yeah, so I, maybe I should give Pete Davidson another, uh, another shake because uh, I've only seen him a, on a couple of things where he wasn't funny in the least, but... I think it would be worth watching some of his old SNL segments on YouTube. Yeah, that's all you need. But don't watch Bubkiss because the first scene is so ridiculously stupid. I had to force myself to go on because of that. Oh, really? Like there is an ejaculate scene on his mother that happens. It was just dumb. And you could just tell. You go, I think they were debating putting that one in. And honestly, the show got better after that. But the first scene I was like... This is so stupid. So somebody ejaculates on his mother. Yeah, there's like a VR headset and like oh, she comes down. It was just like, you know, like almost like Three's Company, but X-rated. It was Let's very suppose. like, oh, yeah, to the next level. yeah, like, <laughs> oh my goodness. Like Jack Tripper in 2023. <laughs> yeah. Jack Tripper. Totally. But yeah, I mean, looking for, well, first of all, Comedy's not really all that funny right now anyway because everybody's so terrified of being funny now because you get raked over to coals. Well, I think when we do have a good comedy, like Abbott Elementary, you know... It's a good show. ...how solid it is. Yep. We're just going to have to find all the comedy right now because 
I, you guys, when I thought when I left, I thought for sure we'd be like, we've got this strike thing wrapped up, or like we're on strike. <laughs> yeah, it's it just got a continuation, and just so people know, just kind of what's going on. Writer strike is in week eleven. Jesus, oh my yeah, god, week eleven, and, and and I will tell you, it is it is hitting LA economically. Oh, we yeah. are seeing a lot of the writers having to reach out. There's a lot of support services that they're having to reach out. Um, like the Actors Fund, it has a new name now, but what formerly was the Actors Fund where they will give out, you know, help you with your mortgage or pay some of your bills if you need it. Um, But we also have the Actors Strike. We will know as of July 12th at midnight. So that is coming up in two days, whether they're going to strike. I mean, let me tell you, the posters and the T-shirts are made. So I feel like it's going to happen. But I don't know what's happening in in the contract negotiations because they've done a media blackout. So... Uh, they did extend that. So the the reason why they extended the negotiations was I felt I think they felt like they were closer than they thought. So and there was a holiday week and they g- they gave an extra a little bit of extra time. But I don't know. I don't. I just don't see it happening. So this is television, movies. It's all of it. It's all of it. Yeah, that's what I thought. LA production is completely shut down. There are no TV and film. Um, anything's filming right now. Nothing. That's really Nothing. too bad. Is is there anything? That comes close compared because I really like Abbott Elementary. I would agree with you 100. percent She uh, Quinta Brunson is her name. Mm-hmm. She is terrific. She's so talented. A hell of a writer. Hell of an actor. She's really good at her role. She she's handle- like four eleven and just like so that's, powerful. That's I love what I was going to say. She handles her size very well as a powerful woman. She does. Small but mighty. We love her. Yep, I do. I agree with anything she's else. She's a fashion queen too. Anything else close to that? Close to Abbott Elementary. Yeah. You know, some of the shows that I were watching that I really enjoyed wound up getting canceled. So it's one of those things like, is is comedy making a comeback? Maybe. But we're at the, the early stages, I think, mm-hmm. of comedy making a comeback. And we're going to have to wait and see. Because I do think a lot of ideas are going to come out of this strike. That's the one good thing. Mm. We're going to have a long lag of, of a solid six months come the fall with waiting for like, new projects to come along down the pike but i feel like post uh strike and in the 2024 2025 television season i think we're going to see a lot of really good things i hope so that'd be very very so this is all about because they make a lot of money anyway so what's the strike about they don't that's the thing writers don't make a lot of money they don't no they don't that's the sad thing it's um what has happened because because we've had this incredible golden era of tv and most of it's been on streaming what happens is we're seeing much shorter seasons remember broadcast was 23 to 32 episodes on broadcast networks yeah we're now seeing like six to ten episodes per season so people have to jump from job to job in addition to that when streaming came around and we're like oh it's no big deal the unions made concessions and said you can give us less on the residuals as you grow. Mm -hmm. And this is always a bad idea because these new technology ideas always become the big hit because they're the newest kid on the block. And what happens is people are making less and less. So that middle-class writer is now living what LA calls below poverty level. And below poverty level for a single person in Los Angeles, you have to, $70,000 is poverty level in Los Angeles. Oh, I can believe that. It's a little spendy to live there. Yes. So... If you're making below $70,000, you are barely squeaking by these days. And we're this is not talking about like the Aaron Sorkins who are making millions. That is a yeah, very different story. Yeah. We're fighting for the average worker that's just trying to pay their mortgage, keep gas in the car, keep food on the table. 
So why do they have to fight for this? I don't understand why there's even a fight. Why don't you pay them? That is a very good question. They're saying that they are broke (laughs) after the pandemic and and all of their frivolous spending. But take a look at those CEO, the C-suite executive salaries. We all know that they are making billions upon billions of dollars. And then they get bonuses on top of it. It's crazy. Well, we had a guy in town locally, can't say what business he was in, but his, his company is not doing well at all. Matter of fact, teetering, I would say teetering. Took a million dollar bonus just for the hell of it. So your company, you've run it into the ground and you're taking all the money that's left. How do you live with yourself? Well, and also go back and look because it's public information. Go back and look and see who took those PPP loans and got forgiven for that. Oh, yeah. So, you know, that is also um, a big issue, of course, in this town. So it's not really that fair. And then the other thing that they're fighting for is AI, which for writing is Uh, a serious, you know, point of contention because will they just start using AI? I mean, and right now the technology is not there, but what about in two, five, 10 years, you've got to get these things written into the contracts now because in two, five, 10 years, it's too late. Well, a couple of years from now, you'll see Marlon Brando alive again. Yeah. Seriously. I mean, they can, they can create anything with AI now. They're probably using all of our voices right now. They can use them for ads, and all of a sudden you're like, that sounds like me. No, they still wouldn't hire me. There would even an AI. They'd be out. They'd be like, no, thank you. Um, <laughs> we had an email uh, from a listener, Darren, asking that uh, or mentioning that Tom should check out What We Do in the Shadows uh, and said it's a really good comedy. I've heard that's really good. Um, did you like that, Kristen, or did you see that one? I did. It's Yeah, it's a really good show. I think you, yeah, I think you probably would like it. It probably hit your sense of humor. What's that supposed to mean? Was that a shot? No, for once it wasn't. You're so picky. I am very picky. picky. I have recommended things over the years, and you're like, ma, I watch five minutes, and I'm out. (laughs) I'm like, how can you watch five minutes of a show and never come back? I mean, the best show on TV right now is The Bear, and I know for a fact that you did not watch either season one or season two. I watched the first episode. Exactly. It was very boring. season one. It was boring. Uh... I have heard only people say how amazing that show is. Yeah, everybody says it is. And like, and it is so your two, vibe. Yeah. Yeah, and season two is better than season one. I mean, it's unbelievable how good it is. All right, maybe I should give it a... I should fall back in the ranks and, and watch it. Fall back in line. Fall back in line, Tom. Let's go. I do need some stuff to watch. I, there's no question about that. Um, I know Bob also mentioned Jack Ryan. It's only six episodes. He was wondering. He said it was a shorter oh, season. It's yeah. only six episodes on Amazon Prime, and this is the final season. So you'll have a fun opportunity to go and binge watch it. And then the other one, Jack Reacher, he's coming back too, that big fella. Yeah. that it? That's what it's called. It's Jack Reacher, isn't it? I think. Yeah, didn't Tom Cruise originally play him? Yeah, I think Tom Cruise right. originally played yeah, him. Yeah, that's right. And the guy yeah. they have now is a monster. <laughs> He's, He's a huge, huge man compared is, to Tom yeah. Cruise. Really good, though. This is a good show. Mm-hmm. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts.